Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. It's really big. It's getting bigger and bigger. My love bigger than a candle this has got to be much, much, much bigger. The biggest fool. This is probably the biggest thing I ever got into. That's big, big, big. The Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Pulo starts now. This podcast has been hijacked by the stoner and the fat man. Get ready to have your brain blown and your balls rocked off. Mark Pulos, Joe Cocazello, here they come. The stoner and the fat man. Hello folks, welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. Driving to Grand Forks, who do I got in the car with me? Hoorah, Joe Gazello time. Stoner and the Fat Man. Rides again. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, man, I'm tired. Hey, how you been? How you doing? Uh, Tell I, me about, what's, what's new? This is actually the first time that I've uh, seen Joe in... Uh, it's been a while. It's been three months. He still four has the months, same face. Five months. It's been like five months. It's been a long time. So you have been busy. I've been doing stuff. You're working on the Alex Aaron show. Alex Aaron. Tell Comedy us a little Hour. about that. Uh, Funnystoners.com. Uh, Is he a stoner? I mean, yeah. Well, are we all? I'm like. No, we're not all. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising to you, Joe, there are people in the world that don't smoke marijuana well, ever. I don't understand how you guys go to see movies. <laughs> I don't understand how you watch television. Uh, Joe, when's the first time that you got high? It was some friends of mine. Uh, I was, let's see, I might. I think I was like... Uh, 19 years old and uh, I was in my friend's basement with these guys that I was good friends with in high school and uh, well, they were smoking pretty heavily because they were they were pretty deep into it and I, I like skipped like the shitty weed stage I just like jumped right to like good weed like it's I, uh, I it ended up being a uh, we were watching a uh, ESPN classic 1980s New York Islanders hockey game. <laughs> and he was sitting in his basin, and they started passing this thing around. It's a bong. It's a. a it's called a zong. Z o n g. Zong. It's a zong. It's a. <clears throat> it hits really smooth, and you just get a lot of. You get a huge toke. You get a really big hit, and that was my first. And I swear, I had an out of body experience <laughs> the first time I ever smoked weed. My, the essence of my being floated up above me, and me, my essence, my essence of being, and myself, my my body, we're both watching. We're both watching ESPN classic 1980s Islanders hockey, and it was awesome. Like I was watching myself watch it. It was great. Is this a lie? Nope. 100% true. And after that, it was that was it? You were hooked? I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. 
never fucking happened like that again. <laughs> what would you say to someone like myself who uh, has tried it, but uh, never does it? Well, there'll, there'll come a time where it's appropriate to, to, to do it. You know, like where like you have, you have children now, that makes it not appropriate because you're going to get high and you're going to think about your kids and you're like, oh, I just want to be with my kids. But you know what? And I know your wife's not going to agree with me. And, you know, I, 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 and I completely agree, kind of. But being high around your kids <laughs> is the best thing in the world for all of you. Because then you watch, you're like, I'm. You, what do you want to do? You want to play with Legos for like three hours? Fuck yes, dude, I'm willing to build the biggest Lego thing. You're the one that's dumping all the Legos out on the fucking living room floor. You're like, this is going to be the shit. You want to wear capes all day? We're both going to wear capes. Fuck yeah, we're superheroes. <laughs> Do you want to watch the same stupid show That you've watched three times in a row already Fucking three more times in a row Let's do it Let's just, Pops has just got to step outside real quick You load it up in the DVD player You know how to work the DVD player Don't you princess Yeah I don't uh, I know I don't see that flying I get it Mostly because I don't uh I'm not able to handle it. I mean, you don't have to, like... You're not, like, fucking a rapper and you're rolling blunts. <laughs> smoking blunts. I, I took one hit one time and I got lost in my closet. Dude, I remember the time that we got high. <laughs> we were lost with the oh, what, the chocolate squares? Yeah. And I couldn't remember my hotel Dude, room. And you giggled all the way through... We, like, watched the rest of development or something. I can't remember what we watched. I thought it was just funny YouTube videos. Oh, it was Archer? Did I show you Archer for the first time? And no, that's you just, possible. You get you you didn't you saw something for the first I showed you something for the first time. You giggled so much, just like a <laughs> for like a, a full two episodes. Then you looked at me dead in the eyes and go, I don't feel high. And I was like, Remember just <laughs> your way through two episodes of the show, and then that's when you fucking lost your mind. And you're like, You're right, I am. <laughs> and then it was all giggle fest. Not to name drop, but I did get high with Rory Scoville. Up in Canada? That was the first time I ever did it, ever. And I laughed at the curtains for like an hour, and him and his buddy Casey Corbin recorded a director's commentary of some silly video they made earlier in the day and like the video I think was like seven minutes long the director's commentary they recorded was like an hour it's like what are you talking about the thing is already over that you'd be talking about that's so wonderful so you're back in Minnesota yep do you have a guy I got a bunch of guys one of them's a girl. Oh, well. I love that joke you do. The girl drug dealer asks you about your family. Girl drug dealers are better than guy drug dealers. I'm sorry, guy drug dealers. I have some good ones. They hold up. 
Do they ever run out Love of product? Lighters. That's why you gotta have five. <laughs> Just in case one of them does, it's like, I'm sorry, but like, most drug dealers are, they didn't graduate from the Carlson School of Business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where do you sit on the whole marijuana legalization, Joe? Legalize it! Cross the board? Are you saying across across the board, Dude, no up, limitations? Fucking, just well, every mean, corner store? No, 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 no. Like, all right. Yeah, why not for a while? Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Why not? It's not that big of a deal. You make it, you make it just like uh, booze. It comes Anywhere from booze the earth. Is sold, it comes from, all right, it's not even that. <laughs> it's not as harmful as booze is. Booze is a fucking poison. Legalize it, tax it. It will make you gajillions upon trillions upon... Now you're making America New Amsterdam, which it fucking was. <laughs> was it? It wasn't New York called New Amsterdam? Isn't that like... It literally turns America into New Amsterdam. Oh, the right. fucking... Legalized weed. Tourism. Euro tourism goes... We're just making money on the Euros. <laughs> have you have you heard about any of the numbers about uh Does you know what I could get some marijuanas? Like yeah <laughs> motherfucker, it's legal here, go to a Walgreens. <laughs> They'll sell weed at Walgreens. Not yet, motherfucker. Not yet. <laughs> Jody uh, do you dabble? Does you know what I could get I come to America so I could try the excellent marijuanas like do you dabble in any of the other pharmaceutical arts? What do you mean pharmaceutical arts? Do you do anything other than weed? Oh yeah, like real drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fuck around with pharmaceuticals. I think that that's a poison. Cocaine? I mean, you know, it's, I, I do have a birthday once a year. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, there is a New Year's. Speed? I mean... No, I was like, I'm like, I'm not like, yo, yo, motherfucker, you, you want to get some speed? I'm like, no. And I've never like, like outwardly looked for speed or like somebody's been like, hey man, you want to do some of this speed? But like, fuck yeah. Like I did Molly's? ecstasy a couple of times and like the the ecstasy was cut with fucking speed and other things that I, I you know, Molly. I love Molly. I love some Molly. Booze. Yeah, I don't like that I like booze, <laughs> but I have a taste for it. And now that like the taste is like this thirst, it's turned from a taste into an unquenchable thirst. So I, whiskey and, and I haven't done a show with you in probably about five months. Is your pre-show ritual exactly the same where you need a Red Bull, a water, a shot of uh, Johnny Walker, and usually like a fourth liquid you're just carrying yeah. around all these liquids <laughs> like a hot tea or something <laughs> yeah kind of uh, I stopped I, I don't need the water anymore <laughs> <laughs> you cut the water out cut the water out uh, so have you done have you done any actual like road shows for money since the last time we worked together yeah yeah I've been on the road uh, a bunch I worked uh, I took over I kept on the Dangerfield show where uh, that was Dave Johnson. Then I ended up working um, New 
years up in Superior, Wisconsin, where uh, with Tim Harmston. <laughs> oh, at VIP Pizza? Yeah, I do. I love Aaron. The owner is amazing. I'm, like, I'm there this Friday. What? Yeah. Really? Who is your feature? I don't know. Some guy named Earl Elliott. Oh, you'll have fun with Earl. He'll, he's, a, he's a good guy. Okay. I mean, you know. It's a good room, though. Dude, I tell Aaron I said hi, will you? I will. The owner yeah. is amazing. Uh, but love the room. The room was great. It had to... I mean... Uh, it was packed. New Year's Eve, it had to be sold out. It was fucking not a seat in the house. I we had to we had to like borrow some chairs from the from the other room to like just sit in the back just so we could watch the show. <laughs> I brought up Sydney Oxborough to MC. We all rode together, had a blast. Uh, after I got on stage, I probably shouldn't even tell the story. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. It's Michael Thorne. He, he, like, I love Michael Thorne as a booker. And, like, Aaron, and, like, whatever. I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a wild... So I, like, all right. So I, it was New Year's. So, like, I might have, like, procured some very pure Molly. And when I got off stage, I, I might have slipped some into Sid's beer. And a bunch into my... My face. And, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so then by the time that Tom, like that Tim Harmson got off the stage, uh, <laughs> I was rolling my face off. And so <laughs> he went on stage and I was just like normal Joe Gogazella, like, go get him, like, they're really hot out there. So like, Tim, I fucking love you, man. I love all of your jokes, dude. It was Jill. I... How have we not worked together more? Like, dude, it was, I was just... Was it just the one show, or did you have to go do another one after no, that? No, no, no. It was one show, because I'm professional. <laughs> I, I was done for the night. All I had to do was collect a check. And then we partied all night. Like, Sid and I went to, like, we literally... So, I guess, Superior for New Year's, they keep it open all night long. Like, literally, the bars are open all night. What? Yeah. So Sid and I, we literally bar hopped on my bad ankle. We just walked down the block as far as we could get, which was the two strip clubs. That There's are next two to each strip other. clubs in Superior? Next to each other. What are their names? I have no idea, but they're a blast. <laughs> I watched what, is it, what does it feel like to be on Molly's and boobs are coming at your face? Dude, all right. Well, I... I only got one lap dance from this. Ah, oh, this beautiful. Oh, good rat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, oh, she had all these tattoos. It was wonderful. Oh, she was this piece of little, just my little dove dark chocolate. Oh, she was a oh, she was a peach. Woo, she knew how to shake oh, that ass. Ow. Oh. Anyway, I digress. But didn't you go someplace else, like? You went out of town somewhere? Because I feel like I, I was saving the spot for you to go with me to, to Laughlin, and you said you couldn't do it, and then like a week later after I hired John Russell, you said you were going someplace else for like a week to do stand-up. Uh, I didn't do any weeks. I've done a bunch of one -nighters. You didn't go to any clubs or any places? No, I haven't really gotten to do much.
What'd you do after New Year's? That was two months ago. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, a couple of here and there kids. I, I came here another. <laughs> like, um, Joe, have you left your house since yeah, no, January 2nd? Yeah, no, there's been some bunch of shit that I've been doing. I've been doing the show, the Alexander Comedy Hour, and like, uh, I did Floodwood with, uh, Bob Larson? Yeah. Floodwood? Yeah. Bob Larson? With Bob Larson. That was a blast. Did he drink a bunch of Plinko? Yes, dude. <laughs> no, not too much. Like, he had, like, I like one or two Plinkos. Just enough. But, like, <laughs> but like I like I was like, what the fuck is Bob just sipping on over there? And they just kept, like... Cause they're very those big. two that run that place are class acts. I love those I guys. I love... Uh, Jess and Jess, uh, yeah. and Tommy Rich. Yeah, love the riches. I haven't been there in a while. That was a fun time. Tell me when you go back. Last time I did it, I was there with uh, Andrew Carpenter. Okay. And I ended up doing um, almost two hours because <laughs> I got so drunk. I actually did so long I had to take a break to pee and then finish the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys can talk amongst yourselves real quick. Scoot it off stage. That's wonderful. Have you done, uh... Have you done Chuck Androsky's Danbury Casino yet? No. Am Tuesday I, night comedy? What am I missing out on? I was, I was about to call you about that, but for some reason, anytime Chuck books me for that gig, he just assumes that John Russell's coming with me. Whereas at this point, like, John Russell could be closing that room by himself. He doesn't need to be opening for me. But uh, we did it last night, and we had uh, seven. seven. There were seven people. And uh, so right, right, right before I left yesterday, I wrote a new joke because I was, John showed up, and we were about to get in my car and leave. And Lou came inside with shit on her ass. Lou is my dog. Came in with shit on her ass. And some of it smeared on the ottoman. And Willow found it. And she tried to hand it to me. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God. So flash forward three minutes and I'm in the bathtub with a dog and a baby. (laughs) Cleaning them all off and bleaching their hands and their asses. (laughs) And so I did this bit last night about the whole situation and the basic punchline of it was like there's not a book anybody's ever written that tells you how to deal with your daughter handing you dog shit (laughs) where do we go from here Elmo (laughs) I need some tips hi baby get out of the shit on your hands (laughs) don't you go put that in your mouth and isn't Elmo like, uh, isn't he, uh. Isn't he, uh, beautiful? <laughs> what? The puppet? The guy behind the puppet. The guy behind the puppet's a pedophile? Well, I guess he was like, you know, 17 year olds or like. Or was it like chicks on the set? Might have oh been my like. Oh god. Girls. It was something. He's a perv, that's for sure. He got what fired the from hell? PBS. 
So now they have a new guy doing Elmo? I guess. They got a fresh Elmo? Dude, I bet you there was fucking a line of people. Like, I can do that voice. Dad, look at the, uh, the Elmo. That's <laughs> not even close. I know, but uh, dude, you know there was a whole fucking line. <laughs> I can hey, actually, uh, yeah, I can do, I can actually Elmo do Elmo. I know, you can. <laughs> Hi, baby. Elmo is very upset. You gotta get How good is that? It's a pretty damn good one. But it's a, it, you, you do quiet Elmo. Like, what about, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy Elmo. You're crazy, Elmo. <laughs> Elmo! Like more an animal than Elmo. <laughs> uh, it's, uh... What, what, I, 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 do you do that bit in your show? What? About getting high with your kids? About getting high with kids? I gotta tell you, man. I That line... Where, of course... We can wear capes all day. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> if this wasn't documented on a podcast, no, I might have to, to buy that it? joke from you. <laughs> <laughs> joke sold. Joke goes on. For onion rings? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Chick- chicken fries? Will that give me that joke? Uh, <laughs> you know what I want. What, what do you want? Oh, God. I want the ability back. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't speak in code. <laughs> I want my abilities back. <laughs> what are you, Superman? Dude, it's, I don't feel like it now. This car is kryptonite. I know. It's this clean car. It's like, I did, I'm surprised I don't have to get in and like put, you're like, before I get in, I have to put on one of those like biohazard suits. Just just get sprayed down <laughs> with a deionizer. Delicing. <laughs> it's like the scene from Shawshank Redemption <laughs> where you just get hit with puffs of white smoke, whatever it is, just cleansing you. Dude, stop. And you, have this to, is, you have to sit in the front seat of the car. Shirt. This is my show shirt. Holding your clothes folded <laughs> on your naked lap. I guess we can go now. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Joe, sometimes you stink. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mostly you smell like weed and patchouli oil. I try to keep it more patchouli than weed. Why do you... What's what's the... Why patchouli? What is it? I said, it's my yoga smell. It's my essential oils. Like, I do yoga sometimes. It's a nice fucking... Do you know AJ Finney? No. You guys would get along so well. Where's he out of? He's out of Kansas City. Look him up on Facebook and hit him. I swear to God, you guys would be best friends. He travels the country in a VW Beetle van that he rebuilt with his wife. Sweet. And they go to, like, Grateful Dead things and, like, those jam shows or whatever uh, the hell I'm they're called. Really into the jam. They're, 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 those guys can have a blast. A lot of the old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Patchouli's crystals. He's into all that stuff. Uh, uh, I dig on the crystals. I dated crystal girls. I like. <laughs> Did you date them? And, and I get wrapped up in the, the crystal stuff? No, I didn't get wrapped up into it, but I do. I may have some stones on my pocket right now. <laughs> what are the stones in your pocket? I, I, like, I like, because uh, they all have meanings and shit, right? Yeah. They all have different powers and whatnot. So, like, I think one of the stones is to, like, um, it's to refract, uh, like, your enemies, like, advance, and, like, fucking, it's, like, to, like, 
It's like a protective stone and an aggressive stone at the same time. <laughs> it's. I, I, Are we playing Magic the Gathering nah, in this nah, car nah, right no, now? No, it's just like a. It's a fucking. It's it sounds a, like Harry Potter. It takes like angry vibes and fucking refracts it back on the on the giver. Do you know what I mean? It's a fucking. It's just a. Dude, there's just some fucking truth in this shit. If like. Do uh, you feel different when you have your crystals in your pocket? No, it's just like it comes in handy. I feel like to I refract. Throw, throw them at I intruders. I, like I'm strong enough as a human being. It's just a reminder. You know when the, the mind gets weak at moments, where you're like, that motherfucker. Did he really just say that shit? Did that person just say those bullshit, bullshit shit so you, about me and throw put my name on it? You mother, are you kidding me? And, and so, so that you gives stop me the power sometimes. And you put your fingers in your pocket and, just, and you, and you fumble it, about your like, crystals. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes I get so out. angry I gotta rub them. <laughs> sometimes I just gotta remember that they're in the pocket and I can feel it in my pocket and I just go, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. calm the fuck down. That person is a lot weaker than you and has a lot more problems going on. <laughs> it's sad that they had to involve you in some way, shape, or form, and it's even sadder that the repercussions of the lies that they spread. But. I'm a fucking strong human being, and I remember it because I got that rock. The vengeance rock. Revenge. You have a revenge rock? Never, like, yeah. yeah. I thought they were supposed to be calming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's calming. The revenge rock? Oh, yeah. Rock? Dude, Sicilian. <laughs> I'm Sicilian. They <laughs> say an elephant never forgets. No, I'm a fucking elephant on 9-11. <laughs> I never, ever forget it. <laughs> oh, my now, God. Now, remember that shit. I didn't know that the, that the stones were violent. I thought yeah, they were supposed everything. to calm there's fucking, you. There's, there's a fucking, there's, the, there's a piece of fucking, and then there's the fucking, your enemies will, the streets will run red with the blood of your enemies. Stone. <laughs> Nobody is, fucks with Joe and Zello stones. What is that one in the shape I, of a knife? <laughs> It's really hard to keep it in your pockets. <laughs> it always cuts my pockets. Oh god. So yeah, yeah. My stomach I'm hurts, the, man. I'm down on the crystals. I'm down on the crystal girl. Vengeance rock. <laughs> that stone turns into Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction. And you'll know my name is the crystal when I lay my vengeance upon you. It's got sideburns and a curly <laughs> Jerry Curl fro. <laughs> the Vengeance Stone. Uh, Have you seen that video that ESPN put out where it's Julius from Pulp Fiction as the coach of a hockey team? No. It's really funny, man. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. So you've been back in Minnesota for how long now? A year and a month? No, not, not yet a year. Okay. It'll be a year end of March. How long were you laid up at the beginning with your ankle? Like three months. I was pretty fucking. What's up? I'm just picking up cops. Oh, yeah, that was a cop. I'm two for two right now. Here he comes. Really? No. Um, I don't like so police. It's not. When did they stop being like the Mayberry? Like, hey, I know your mother. I'll, if you keep doing this, if I catch you again, I'm going to tell her next time I see you at church. Now get out of here. I know where you live. To, like, when the cops show up, it's fucking 
like it's almost worse when the police show up now. Now somebody's gonna get shot. Like, like oh, nobody got shot experience? before. No, but like this is what you read every time. I, I'm speaking from the experience of every time I pick up a goddamn newspaper. <laughs> I think they're I'm nice gents. I have a lot of friends that are police officers and ex-police officers. Do but you? Yes. <laughs> I know a lot of people. You don't seem like the kind of guy that has Why police would I officer not? friends. Why would I not? Oh, I don't know. Because you do handfuls of Molly on New Year's Eve and roll no, but balls. I, they weren't there, and I wasn't like telling my cop friends like, "Hey, guess what? What'd you do on New Year's?" Oh, ha <laughs> <laughs> You'll never believe. I was rolling balls. Roll my face off, officer friend. Oh man, Sergeant Buddy. <laughs> I think we. I think we've taken this podcast as far as we can take it, Joe. Can we? There's not much else to talk about. We'll have to do another one on the way home. Right. Talk about how ridiculous the show was that we just did. It's going to be fun. Question mark? Exclamation point. Any, anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm uh, I'm stoked to go where we're going and do what we're doing. This is It's great to be back in the car with Mark. It's, we, don't get enough, we don't get enough time. Ramada, Ramada Inn, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Woo-woo. We are two hours and... 30 minutes from our destination. I know South Dakota has cheap cigarettes. Does North Dakota have cheap cigarettes? Uh, I don't know. I haven't smoked a cigarette in my life, so. I'm, we gotta stop and, God damn it, do we, we don't have enough time to stop and get cigarettes. No, we don't. Holy crap, we don't. Crying outside. This is gonna be real tight. For crying outside, Mark. You can get my podcast at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, tuned in, wherever podcasts are. Updated my gigs this week on uh, my calendar. Check that out. This week, uh, I believe all I have on the books is I'm headlining the House of Comedy Sunday, February 21st. So come out and see that show. I have no idea. It's not me. But it should be good. Tune in next time. (laughs) Talk about who knows. It's you. <laughs> I need your pants over here. I need your pants over here. Oh, kitten, you're sitting on that hotel bed, and I, <laughs> I'm gonna need your, need your pants over here. We're gonna get really dirty. We're gonna get really stoned I've got this room till 9.30 So put your flip-flops on Put your flip-flops on Put your flip-flops on I sent the bellboy to the grocery store about an hour ago How does he expect me to toss a proper salad if I, I don't have the right ingredients like cherry tomatoes or those those little salad Put tongue. your flip-flops on Put 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 your flip-flops on
stuff about how dad didn't love you and bloody 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 oh put your flip flops on put your flip flops on if you're gonna gonna leave just put your flip flops on (laughs) 